When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On the show, I just put my headphones on for the first time with that theme song, which is a little high. Um, Heavenly? A little, <laughs> little, hurts the ears a little, uh, especially when they're on the volume. You used my my station yesterday. Yeah, I don't hear well. I don't even understand how you can listen that at that level. I, I guess I'm losing my hearing. What does it know. sound like when you put your, because you used my little area because we recorded Throwback Live yesterday. <gasps> What? What? <laughs> You're recording that? Yes. But, but. <laughs> Way to fight. Um, and, okay, I want you to put my head, I don't want to hurt your ears, Chris, but I want you to hear how loud they were. Can you handle um, it? They're not, this is my level. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm going to take my headphones off. I'll show you how high they were. They were all the way. For for Throwback Life, sometimes I'll go over there because I also don't. I gotta have it loud for Throwback Life so I can hear the clip. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Some sometimes he's got the levels all weird and well, yeah. You can't so hear I, it at I first. Jack it up so I can hear. Man, especially on like songs. It's almost all the way up. I don't know. You're doing damage, man. That's I, all I'm saying. I, I can't. I've got to. I want to win. What? I'm just yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so listen to this. This is pretty cool from yesterday. I heard from my my sister texted me, and you know my niece Charlie is in Montana. Yeah. Did I say Hamilton? Is that where it is? Working at this really exclusive golf golf club, but it's like you know, it's a country club. Mm-hmm. And she said that uh, Charlie was working. She's working the swimming area where they like bring people drinks and blah blah blah. The pool, I think they call it. Yes, it is the pool. <laughs> Sometimes. Not in Montana, though. I don't know what these country clubs yeah. are doing. Um, and she said, Charlie waited on Huey Lewis's table today. No way. But she didn't know it was him until they left. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't think a 20-year-old no. would have no. any she would have no idea. About... Isn't she not supposed to talk about any of this? I don't know. I, I never got... I didn't say the name of the place. Everybody forget <laughs> I mentioned this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's just for, like, people that belong there. Yeah, that's how NDAs work. Yeah. I don't really know. <laughs> so, Oh, that's pretty awesome. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I know. Huey. I never got to see Huey Lewis. That is a big regret of mine. Yeah. Because he was here a ton. But I always thought I'd have time because Huey's not old. No. Right. But he had all the hearing hearing issues. What? And the last time I think he was here was for that zoo Maybe a zoo concert. Hmm. You know, they do the zoo fari. Oh, yeah. the um, Not, It's like a benefit. Yes. Yeah. And I'm mad I didn't. I just am so upset. I Big regret of mine. Yeah. They don't tour at all anymore? I don't think so. I think his voice is messed up. Hmm. Is it the voice? His hearing is definitely messed yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I mean, how many? So I mean, such a huge part of my high school years. Hit, mm-hmm. man. Hit after hit they after hit. Stop. Just so great. So yeah, that, I think Alex saw him at like a corporate thing. Yeah, years ago. He plays a cool. lot of golf too. Now I think he was at that. 
maybe that century thing in Lake Tahoe over the weekend. Oh, okay. Possibly. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, Sports, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The whole album about it. About sports. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How about you guys? How was your day yesterday? That's good. I I had like a really good nap finally. Kind of felt like I caught up a little bit. Did you get that hail? No, we didn't get any. All around us got hail. No kidding? We did not get any. But I saw people close to me that got a ton of it. Yeah, you could see things were not going well somewhere around us, but it didn't really hit us. But there was one little, like, real burst of wind, but it didn't really turn into any rain or anything. But I was hanging out with Augie, and he came up with a... uh, with a new word for bumper stickers that I really enjoy. There was a car that, like, kind of swerved in front of me, and I was like, ah, it was a car or whatever. And he was like, which car, Daddy? I was like, that one. He's, he said, the one with all the car tattoos? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you're right. Because it had bumper stickers all across the back. Like car tattoos. That's strong. I think it's <laughs> hilarious that tattoos are more prevalent now than, <laughs> than bumper, bumper stickers. stickers. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't know what a bumper sticker is. Car tattoo, perfect sense. That's a smart kid you got there. Uh, Chris? Um, God, I don't think I really did anything yesterday. What, I, what about I, you? What'd I thought you of you last night because I had some emos. Oh, yeah. And we're, getting it, get? and we're getting it today. They're bringing some emos by. Oh, nice. I did not have pizza. What'd I you had manicot. Oh, oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, it's so good. And I have a whole nother one at home because I only ate one. Oh yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's a nice situation. Did you go? Did you dine in? Or did no, you... Nick went and picked it up. At, we have a window. Do you have a window at yours? Mm, we have a drive-up no. window to pick yeah, up. We do. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. That's really it's nice. It's real, real nice. And Nick got a chef salad. He was in the mood for a salad. I was in the mood for God. Their manicotti it's good. is so good. I don't think I've ever had. Oh, manicotti. it's good. Their sauce. It's got lots of sauce. Lots of yummy cheese. If I'm getting pasta there, I'm getting the baked masticcioli with the meatballs. You got to try the try the manicotti sometime. We had manicotti right. the other night and gave some to Timothy, and he, the first bite, he put it up in his hair, and we made the mistake of laughing, and then he just, uh, that's all he was doing. <laughs> the entire, all the manicotti ended up in his hair. <laughs> Good for the follicles. Yeah. Oh no! I went to uh, I went to I saw I went and saw Tim and Timo yesterday, and that was fun. And then I went to drop something off at Khakis, and I walked inside, and they were hanging out watching a movie. And for some reason, Charlie started. I, I started looking at like Charlie's artwork, and he's got he, the, the way he draws people is really it's really hilarious. And so I was like commenting on it and laughing at it. And Will from the other room while he's watching a movie goes. Uh, all of his stuff just looks like R's, like the letter R. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, uh, just trying to be like encouraging Positive. and stuff. And I go, man, but Will, you got to see these. He's he, he's a real artist. And he goes, he's an artist. <laughs> like immediately <laughs> while he was watching a movie. And I was like, man, that's pretty that good. Quick. Or he's been hanging out with Greg Warren too much. But it was lightning fast. <laughs> that's really good. It really is. He was, the other room, he's like, he, everything he draws looks like an R. <laughs> How old is he, Will? Six. Six? Yeah. It's a quick six-year-old. Yeah, we got good. two quick 
children in our uh, show open yeah, the today. The future looks bright. Uh-huh. Yeah, we need to get them to the uh, get them to the funny bone. <laughs> <laughs> we went. I had uh, Timothy because Emma left town uh, yesterday, so I'm on my own, guys. You love it, and uh, <laughs> so, it's so much fun for you. But we went over and, and visited Greg, and you wouldn't think, you know, Greg's place would be much fun for a, a year and a half old, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, he's got those nephews, so he just started bringing out the toys. And it's not like Greg has a lot of, like, nice things that can get hurt. So he had, like, a lightsaber and rock'em, sock'em robots. And Timothy was swinging this lightsaber at the robots <laughs> on the coffee table like nothing you've ever seen before. And we just sat around and, and laughed. And Greg didn't care. Oh, loved it. He's like, this is the greatest place I've ever been we to. We loved it. Greg's love brother Matt. To Uncle Greg's. Greg's brother Matt was there, too. And, yeah, we just laughed hysterically at him just swinging this lightsaber that he could barely hold, but just taking it all the way over his head <laughs> and bringing it down. It was Wore awesome. him out, too. Yeah, he did. It, did. Uh-huh. it was a great day. Good sleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's like, man, I just want to get home, rub some manicotti in my hair, and go to bed. <laughs> Does he still have the asparagus tape? He, I, I don't remember seeing it yesterday, but I mean, I, it's yeah. I assume Who, so. Greg? It's always in there. Well, yeah, we had my like my mom had this asparagus table for like years. It was like in our house, and Greg had that asparagus joke. And I was like, hey, can I give him? And then it was in the basement. I was like, hey, can I give Greg that table? She said, sure. So I put like a big bow on it a few years ago. It was like four four years ago or mm-hmm. something, and gave it to him at like. CJ Muggs or something, and or the I don't know where it was. What's the oh, b- b- Mike Duffy's? And so he had to carry this huge table home, but it's a big asparagus thing. And mom was like, He can have it if he uses it. Yeah, last time I was in there, it was there. Was I just there. wasn't on that part of the uh, his place. Oh, wing oh, that wing, big. yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, it's just oh, wow. no, it's, I mean, the salesman, yeah. things are going well, I guess. Uh, all right, well, uh, we've got a lot to do on the show today. Tuesday tidbits are happening, but lots of tickets to give away. Nate Bargazzi just added a third show, and we have tickets for that show when he comes to the Fox Theater in October. I haven't heard from Greg about his. Uh, stopping by this week. Thursday, oh. I believe. Thursday, okay. Yep. Uh, so, not today. Uh, but we also have Washington Town and Country Fair tickets to give away. It's like a season pass. So you get you get a pass for Wednesday through Sunday. And there's lots of entertainment that's going to be happening. And you know what you know what a fair is about. You yeah. got all the good stuff. Yeah. All the good stuff. Uh, so that's at uh, 9.30 with first five notes. Um, what else do we have today? Uh, oh, we're going to do the on this uh, this year, on this date with Tim. He's going to highlight a year and stuff that happened. Just, uh, I, I just randomly picked a year, and I got to say, miserable. Miserable? Just just the, the stuff that came out. Oh, really? I just, I was. be a happier just, You know, there's thing. years you look it's back like 1939. On. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a cholera <laughs> epidemic. This movie stinks. <laughs> uh, we still no. have some good audio from <laughs> 1939. <laughs> exactly. Hey, let's go, everybody. What, just it was a bad year? It just is not my, you know, there's, there's, there's eras, there's decades, there's phases. There's like, you know, little pockets of culture where you're like, yeah, that that's for me. This one is not that. Do you ever have a moment where, like, like Nick was next to me to, uh, like, looking at TikTok, of course, uh, two nights ago, and it was this thing about the biggest song, the 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 number one song in 1984, and I sat there for like maybe 20 seconds, and I gave my guess. I said, "When doves cry," because I remember 84. Mm-hmm. It was all about Prince, okay? Mm-hmm. And so he's watching it, and he goes. Yeah, it was When Doves Cry was the number one song of 1984. No I go, way. why aren't you giving more me more credit oh, yeah. for all this? He goes, you've done that before on the air. I go, we've never, 
I don't recall doing that yeah. on the air. But to pick the biggest song of a year out of all the... Yeah. And there's a lot of them. That's you crazy. Had, he did not give me enough credit. No. He should have at least he, given you $20 He something. also doesn't give me enough credit when I get those final Jeopardy questions right. Come on, Nick. I know. Oh, I've, I got a few right yesterday. I, I hadn't watched, like, the last eight episodes, and I I was like, I wish somebody was here to yes! see Yes! Also, I just <laughs> tried your 1984 thing. I said, like a virgin... Yeah, it was released in 1984. I was wrong. But that's pretty. But that's I'm just pretty good. Pretty, I can't believe that. Yeah, because he didn't tell me one song in 1984. But you know, your high school years, you kind of there. Yeah, you remember there are moments of like, oh, I was a sophomore in high school. I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 84, I remember being all immersed into Prince. I remember the same thing in 1984. I was a virgin, <laughs> yeah, and were. so I was just like relating those things. Yep, you Even were Madonna. I feel just just like her. But 85, <laughs> that's when. You really got going. <laughs> Can either of you guys name a song from 1984? Uh, I don't when know. Doves Cry. When Doves Cry. <laughs> yeah. well, like can't a name version a came song. out then, I think. Uh, 1984. I mean, well, 1984, the Van Halen album. But did that come out in 84? Did it come out in like 83 or something? Van Halen's good at Gus. Uh, Material Girl. Okay. Jump, I bet, was 84. I'll, I'll go way left and say like... 85, January 85. Real close, though. Man. She recorded uh, it. I thought you meant recorded. Something from Culture Club. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. That's real good. What? Uh, How about uh, Karma Chameleon? Like Safety Dance. 84. Let's maybe see. 83. Oh, 83 for Karma Chameleon. Yeah, that Safety Dance might be 83 also. Yeah. Let's see. So you understand how hard it is. It's hard. Yeah. Right. Are it's we, hard to uh, even just... Gonna, Get the get a song eighty two, get a song from the the right year, let alone the number one best yes. song. He's like, you did this on the air. No, I didn't. We did not. No, All right. Not. So you guys, I got uh, Japan, Watership Down. What's another one? I was. Oh, was, Jeopardy. Some days you can. Some days you're like, I could beat the champion at yeah. Jeopardy, uh-huh. and some days you're like, I would be twenty six thousand dollars in the hole. hole. Yeah. <laughs> it would be an embarrassment. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we do uh, have a lot to do, so let's get to it. Hollywood Outsiders coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, if you guys want to be a part of the show, Cheney Window and Door text line is three one four six six nine four six six five. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. The rumors about Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello getting a divorce are true. Wow. They issued a joint statement saying, quote, knew it. We have made the difficult decision to divorce as two people that love and care for one another very much. We politely ask for respect of our privacy at this time. As we navigate this new phase, I wonder if he did something bad. And the only reason I'm saying that. Oh, come on. Let me tell you why. Because she's really going all in on lots of swimsuit pick video. Yes. And butt stuff. Like, you know, like. Butt stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, show, like in her swimsuits, she's got the butt. She's 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 got a good butt. Yeah. But she is like video after video after video. On her Instagram. Well, and as this, you know, news came out yesterday, she posted on Instagram. Sophia with an F, I believe. <laughs> Chris. Chris has got his phone. Oh. <laughs> Look it up. I'm not, I'm not but uh, I'm but not she, afraid She posted to. some swimsuit stuff yesterday, like as this came out. Wow. That's timed intentionally. How long were they married? Seven, Seven. years. Wow. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Source. I thought they were such a... 
I don't know. I was so, happy when they were together. source says they've been growing apart for a while now. Hmm. Sorry, everybody. I'm going to bring it down. Got more bad news. Ariana Grande and her husband, uh, Dalton Gomez, they have separated. Wow. Another one that's been rumored. Uh, they've apparently been separated since January. Well, she's uh, been she, shooting that movie. Yes. Well, she showed Wicked. up at Wimbledon, and she wasn't wearing a wedding ring, and people are like, whoa. Uh, they got married in 2021, so they gave it a solid shot there. Who is this guy, even? He, remember, he's, he's just, just a, a regular dude. old guy. He's a dude. He's cute. I think she falls in love easily. Mm. You know, she's still very young. Yeah. How old? What is she, 27? But, you know, she's been very serious with multiple people. Yeah. Quickly. First marriage. But, yeah. This was, like, the first non-famous person she had been with in a while, it seemed like. And so you kind of thought, like, well, maybe this is better. I guess it wasn't. Lindsay Lohan had her baby. It's a boy. Uh, She and her husband, uh, Vader Shamas, Named him Louis or Louis. It's L U L U A. That's his name. It's L U A I. I don't think it's Louis. I heard it today, and I I heard literally three different pronunciations. Yeah, it didn't sound like Louis or Louis. It's L. The pronunciation L O O dash E Y. Louis. But then I heard Louis, and then I heard Louis. I was like, Well, Jesus, I don't know. Pick one. Whatever you want to call him is fine with me. They live in Dubai. We're not gonna. You're not gonna bump into this kid. <laughs> He's not gonna be in your kid's class. No, you're fine. <laughs> ABC's first ever Golden Bachelor is Jerry Turner. He's a 71 year old retired restaurateur from Indiana. He's got two daughters, two granddaughters. He will try to find love among a group of women, 65 and older. Really, man. Yeah, that's uh. I'm glad. They I thought for in. sure they were going to get Just a bunch of 31 four, year olds. No, 40 year olds. Yeah. He's 71. And he's he looks great. He's pretty studly. You would he not believe is. that he's 71. Do you think 71. that's his hair? Mm, I don't know. I mean, he looks good. Unless no. he saved it from the past. I don't really want to. Maybe they will go less on the, all the making out. Oh, they got to do show. all the making uh, out. I just don't like any of it. Yeah, they're going to. I bet they lean into it. Ugh. This might be the only Bachelor that's worth watching. I'm going to watch it How for sure. How old is this sure. guy? 71. 71. No way. You don't look no 71. No way. I mean, look at him. His wife passed away back in 2017. So. Oh, yeah. Well, So are they already finding the women, or is that already done? Oh, I don't know. I, I just read the surface part They've of the story. They've uh, been soliciting for... Years, it seems like. I feel like we oh, knew this was coming have, out forever. They probably have their older ladies lined up then, or most yeah. of them. Matt Damon named off the three most significant relationships in his life. They are Affleck, number three on the his list. Wife. His wife. His and wife, his number two. And, and of course, the guy he founded his water access charity with. All right. <laughs> well, it could be true. Brando's not buying it, Damon. I feel like he. He was pointing out how important his relationship is with this water charity and then named the other two. You know what I mean? Like, you want to know how important this charity is to me? Three most important people. I know. Ben Affleck, my wife, and Tom over here. Tom's like, all right, we met a week ago. <laughs> I know how to make water better. Jamie Foxx is still recovering from whatever happened to him. He's reportedly had a party to celebrate his recovery. So we're glad that he's on the mend from whatever mysterious illness has stricken him. 
Kate Winslet once told Robert Downey Jr. he had the worst British accent she had ever heard. Oh. Uh, so he he was auditioning for the movie The Holiday at the time, which is like early 2000s movie. And I guess he was supposed to have a British accent. She thought it stunk. Jude Law eventually got that part, uh, even though Robert Downey Jr., Prior to that, received an Oscar nomination for his portrayal of Charlie Chaplin. Do you really doing a British think accent. that Robert Downey Jr. is auditioning still? I was stunned. I mean, that, would all he... I can think is that that time though was like 2007 or something before he was back. Was yes. it? I think yeah. so. so yeah. Was, remember, we had the story about how he got insured by Disney, and it was right around that time. I think that that happens. Have so you he... seen that movie? It's a really cute movie. I have not. Jack Black. Yeah, you've you've you're a fan. You've been a fan for a yeah. while. It's cute. But he's a he was a Sherlock Holmes, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah but that was after. That was afterwards. I'm just saying. But yeah, the Charlie Chaplin, that was before that, when he was younger. Was Charlie Chaplin straight up British? Was he? Yes. I never saw that movie. I went and watched a clip because I couldn't, couldn't remember. <laughs> and it was like, oh yeah, it's British. I saw it. Kevin Klein's in it. <laughs> well, yeah. Gotta but no Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet was not. I don't know if he was he's born. born no, he probably wasn't. What if he walked by... Like toddled by as a child in a scene, would you go back and watch it just to just to see a little? Donnie would have won that Oscar. Chalamet. <laughs> uh, Michael B. Jordan isn't afraid to take his shirt off. He says he actually enjoys being shirtless on screen because he won't be in his physical prime forever. Tell me about it, buddy. CBS is going to start running old episodes of Yellowstone this fall. So if you've always wanted to watch a show. Oh, yeah, they're probably looking for stuff to put on. And you've got all the strikes. It's a smart idea. I always wonder how networks like that resist stuff like that. They've got a hit on one of these, the cable things or the streamers, how they're not just like. And will they be doing that, you think? Like CBS is like, we don't have anything original except for some reality shows. Let's put these old. They were only on Paramount. Let's run them like in prime time. NBC can run that maybe it was only on Peacock. Yeah. Or like Amazon Prime shows. If you're ABC or somebody, you're like, can we just buy, you know, the Lord well, yeah. of the Rings show or something and run it on a weekend? Or, you know, because who knows how long this is going to last? You're not going to have any content. So, yeah. Uh, well, I bet all sorts of weird deals will go down. Chaplin came out in 92. Chalamet was born in 95. Oh. So close. Chalamet was in uh, one of those Christopher Nolan movies. The one with McConaughey. Interstellar? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He was the son. I've never seen that. Before he turned into Casey Affleck. You better get on that. Oh, he was young Casey Affleck? Yeah. You're missing out, man. (laughs) He's going to go watch it now. The series about (laughs) Jesus called The Chosen uh, somehow got an exemption so it can keep filming during the strike. They say it's because the show isn't funded by a major TV or movie studio. Yeah, you can go do independent movies and stuff. Oh, gotcha. Who somebody really? Because that's not who they're striking against. Yeah, no. Interesting. Wiz Khalifa pulled a Doc Ellis the other night when he threw out the first pitch while on shrooms. Uh, he was at the Pittsburgh Pirates game. He said uh, prior to that, he posted, "Quote: Finna get stoned AF and throw this first <laughs> pitch at the Pirates game." Apparently he didn't do bad either. No, I watched it. I posted it today. It, it was it was a fine pitch. You may remember back in 1970, Doc Ellis famously threw a no hitter for the Pirates while he was on acid. Is whole, that true? Oh yeah. yeah, I think it's a it's a Netflix documentary. There's a documentary about Why? it. that's Really good. Why? I think he did a pitch. I think he dropped acid and then they were like, "Hey, we need you to pitch today." And he was like, "Oh no," because really? if you're not if it's not your day to pitch, you're just sitting on the bench. You know, you're not doing anything. Taking shrooms. That seems crazy. I know. 
He did well. Yeah. Uh, some idiot fan uh, caused a bad accident at the Tour de France while trying to take a selfie. This happened oh, a couple years ago. No. There was video of it. This, we just have photos of the aftermath, yeah. but uh, the fan hit American rider Sepp Kuss, or Kuss uh, causing him to crash, which resulted in a big pileup and a lot of angry guys in tight shorts and clicky shoes. Uh, but he was one guy got his back was all ripped up. Man, looked, he had a hard fall. The yeah. first guy in line. Ugh. Ranker.com put together a, a poll to try to figure out the best album covers of all time. So people just vote on this stuff. Elton John, Captain Fantastic. Not in the top ten. When I was little, it Herb, was very entertaining. Herb Albert, Whipped Cream, and other delights. No, not in the top ten. I've got the top twelve. Basically, they're gonna put Nirvana in. There. Oh, ELO. Nirvana did make the list. Number Super 10, tramp. never mind. ELO was in the top 20. What's the Grand Illusion one? Sticks? Super Tramp Breakfast of Champions, I think, was in the top 20. Okay. I went and looked at the rest of them because it's ranker, so it kind of moves around. And there was one uh, that had moved places. But basically, if you're not Pink Floyd, The Beatles, or Led Zeppelin, you you probably didn't make it into the top 10. Abbey Road. Abbey Road was number two on the list. Sergeant Pepper. Sergeant Pepper. Nirvana number one. Is number three on the list. Nirvana was number 10. They didn't have the dark side. Gall to do dark side, the white Number album. one. Oh, that's so oh, stupid. Man. Come on. Number one. That's so dumb. Uh, physical Graffiti, <laughs> Led Zeppelin, number four on the list. Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here, number five. Led Zeppelin, four. Number oh. six on the list. Led Zeppelin's first album, number seven on the list. Black Sabbath's uh, first album, number eight on the list. Really surprised that one's on there. Queen, two. That's with all four of them. You know, the... the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking up. Uh-huh. That's uh, number nine on the list. And then Led Zeppelin's Houses of the Holy, number 11, and Pink Floyd Animals, number Come 12. On. So it's like Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, and the Beatles. And then a couple interesting ones mm-hmm. thrown in. Boston did make the top 20, I think, because I was like, what about the Boston albums? ELO I'm just thinking of one. ones that I just couldn't stop staring at. Yeah. And they just had so, and inside when you open them, there was even more. Journey had some really cool, like, sci fi ones. I didn't see any of theirs in the top Remember 20. Remember when it was really cool when the, rec- when the album itself? Had like a like, like a, the sleeve had something on no, it. No, the album, the vinyl had like a whole oh, design when it was on printed, it. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty cool. Food Court 1065 The Arch Food Court is brought to you by the Schnooks Rewards app and earn two percent back on every purchase with the Schnooks Rewards app. Um, yesterday. Cheryl, with a K, posted a really interesting whole history about Casa Gallardo. Did you read it? No, I didn't It was on The Great Taste Gang. So if you uh, are a member of The Great Taste Gang, I didn't know about like half of the things about Casa Gallardo and the history. And it's fascinating. It's a fascinating read about how uh, it became like they want. It was like they wanted to turn it into the company that bought it. uh, And Ray stayed on as the president wanted to turn it into like there had not been a Mexican franchise place and their idea was to franchise it all across the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they ended up with like 25 total locations, not only in the St. Louis area, um, but it just talks about the beginning, like the first one in Westport. That was their original location. And then what happened when it got bought out again by another corporate entity? It kind of ruined it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it's really a, a, a good read if you didn't know the history of it. We used to go to the one uh, De Pere, across from the De Pere Theater there. Oh, awesome. yeah. We did a lot of brunch in there. Yeah, we went uh, when we were poor, young, you know, first job 
we'd go there for happy hour because you could get really filled up on the free chips and salsa. And I think it was like buy one, get one. In Westport? No, we'd go to the Fairview Heights location, one of the oh. last ones to stay open. Yeah, that one seemed to hang in there a yeah. long time. Uh, but it's a really cool read. So join the Great Taste Gang if you don't. It's a really cool story. Um, some sad news to report if you were a big fan of CJ Muggs in Webster Groves. They closed that location Um, I guess a few days ago, but the Clayton location, the original, remains open. Well, what happened was uh, the guy that founded CJ Muggs sold, the family sold the Webster Groves location back in February, and the new owner made the decision to close down that location because if they had continued to operate of the restaurant beyond the present, uh, they would have had to change the name. So they just decided to shut down. They're going to change the name to Madrina. And all the employees of, of CJ Muggs at Webster are going to go over to Clayton. Because oh, there's such a hard time. Yeah. Restaurants oh, are having such a hard time <clears throat> finding people to work in restaurants. So yeah. they're moving over to the Clayton. And the new restaurant, Madrina, is going to open. And it's a it's an Italian-American restaurant is yeah. what it's going to be. And when's that open? Um, it's my hood. It it doesn't say, okay. but it's uh, owned by the people that own Parkmore and Robust Wine Bar. Oh, okay. So if you like their food, I'm sure it'll be, you know, you know the, the, the Clayton location is still open and mm-hmm. people were worried about the employees. Um, and also saw yesterday, it was trending on social media, Cheddar's by me in Fairview Heights is going to be closing. Oh. Cheddar's is right in front of St. I don't know if there's any other Cheddar's locations. Oh, yeah. Cheddar's? No, I'm saying in this area. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good question. Um, We were not a big patron of Cheddar's. I don't even know what it is. Well, people love their food. Um, I don't know. We just didn't go there a lot. Uh, It was a really cool building, and it's right in front of St. Clair Square, right on 159. It's a great location. But I we didn't we just didn't we Is didn't there go one there. out west on Manchester. But anyway, they're closing. I have no idea what it's going to be. It's a beautiful building. Mm. Somebody will do something with it. High traffic area. I mean, you got the biggest Red Lobster in Olive Garden right down the road. Just that overflow. Yeah, they want to go somewhere. Yeah, I had uh, last time I ate at a Cheddar's. It was like in Illinois. <clears throat> yeah, I was in Springfield, Illinois. There was a Cheddar's there, and my. Like the general manager of the radio station I worked at in Springfield one day was like, hey, we need to, uh, why, don't, why don't we go to lunch? And I had to go to lunch with him, and it was just the most uncomfortable. I was like 23, and I'm sitting here with this old guy having lunch, like trying to. So that's the thought you have when yeah, you think of Chatters? Yeah, as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, God, I'm sitting there with Tom. <laughs> Chatters. Just going, uh, just get me out of here, please. I don't, I'm, I don't, whatever we're doing here, I don't want any part of this. You know, but Thank make, you, it's very nice. It'd but. make a perfect location for a Portillo's. Yes. Just saying. Ding, ding, ding. It's a nice building. That's a great idea. You're right. Um, I saw this on Instagram yesterday, and I just got to tell you, Salt and Smoke uh, posted this turkey melt that looks, look at this turkey melt. I guess they, it's not only at Salt and Smoke, oh my God. but it's at Oh Hey Barbecue, oh too. Oh and they These are guys. the Salt and Smoke the fuels are podcasts. So I just want to tell you if you didn't know about the turkey melt, she looked good. We got to post that. There's some fuel going on in I there. I mean, that is be- that's a beautiful sandwich. I'm sharing that right. Now. To get fueled by that. Mm hmm. 
Uh, so I wanted to mention that. And then yesterday I didn't get a chance to do this, but it's mainly for Brando since he's got such a fondness for regular old M&Ms. Mm. Uh, starting yesterday, you can now go to Krispy Kreme and get M&M Krispy Kreme Donuts. Oh, are they the little wow. guys, or you think they're the big, the big ones? Okay, here's the little a, mini ones are good on donuts. Um, one of them is stuffed with M and M's. Oh, that's so. Too look much. at this; it doesn't seem that right. Seems gross. No, it doesn't seem I good don't, at all. I, yeah, this, don't do the big M and M's. Do those little mini M and M's. I bet they are mini M and M's. That would be good on a donut. And then they have a peanut M and M with peanut butter cream filling. Mm. And then they just look like they just have a glazed with chocolate on top and a few scattered M&Ms. That looks more my speed. Yeah. Just the, yeah. don't try to stuff, stuff it with them stuff. Stuff in there. What are you doing? So M&M lovers, this is your time. Mm-hmm. So go enjoy it. Live at, our lives. At Krispy Kreme. All right, that's it. That's Food Court. It's brought to you by the Schnooks Rewards app. Earn 2% back on every purchase with the Schnooks Rewards app. You can do it. I see dead people. Hello, Newman. Where? Throwback Live. Contestants for Throwback Live today, Brando, you've got Janine from Melville. I'll be playing for Joan from St. Charles. Chris is representing Alex from Baldwin and up for grabs all week long. We have a pair of tickets for you to see the Be Funny Tour featuring Nate Bargatze. Fabulous Fox Theater on Tuesday, October 24th. Throwback Live is brought to you by Emos. Experience square deals on the new Emos app. And our host of Throwback Live, it's Hampton. Hey, guys. Are you ready for some Throwback Live? Yes. such wholehearted applause. I appreciate that. Except by the people that care. Except Chris did it, of course. (laughs) But I would expect nothing less. All right, let's dive right into it. (laughs) Um, Marty's going to play Throwback Clips for you guys. You're going to ring in with these sounds. Courtney, Chris, and Brando. Question one, name this backwards song title or artist. (laughs) Courtney. Duran, Duran. Correct. All right, question two. Name this movie. Chris. Roger Rabbit? Who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, sorry. You were it. Oh. Yeah, I, uh, that's my first. fault. Yeah, that was my oh, fault. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, but no. Chris. The Mask. The Mask. Uh, Correct. That's very much a remedy. It is. It is, yeah. It's like Same time, too. Why? Because I gotta. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, one point Courtney, one point Chris. Question three. Name this movie. Honey! What? Where's my super suit? Brando. Uh, The Incredibles. The Incredibles. Where's my super suit? Okay, we are tied across the board. Question four, name the product in this classic TV commercial. The nighttime sniffling season. I heard ties uh-huh. pretty much everywhere. Yep. I definitely heard a tie here. Mm-hmm. Were you in two, Brando? No, I didn't, but okay. they know. Ready? One, two, three. NyQuil. NyQuil is correct. So you can rest medicine. <laughs> All right, question five. Name the product in this classic TV commercial. When it absolutely, positively has to be there overnight. Brando. FedEx? FedEx is correct. When it absolutely, positively has to be there overnight. Is that a win? It is, with two full points. It's a Brando win. Yay! 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 Yay!
And that means it is a Janine from Melville win as well. Congratulations, Janine. Thank you so much. Way to go, Brando. Oh, thank you. Uh, we have a pair of tickets for you to see Nate Bargatze. It's the Be Funny Tour. It's going to be at the Fabulous Fox Theater on October 24th. Janine, you will be there. You stand by. We'll get all your info. We'll play in again tomorrow for another pair of tickets on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. Well, it looks like Brando is going to be out this Friday, starting at 4 at Prestige Pools and Spas. They have a big July tent sale going on in the parking lot. Yeah, that's my plan. I'm a spa guy. You know that, right? In Chester? No, I didn't know that I used about to you. sell them. Oh, you did? Yes, I sold sold the pools and spas. No kidding. So, I mean, how many years? How many years ago was this? Uh, stuff I mean, has changed. A while ago. Stuff nah. has changed. Nah, same stuff. But it's a good opportunity looking to go into colder weather uh, to get a good deal. Because uh, yeah. they have this big sale. Four to six, you're going to be out there. Right now is a perfect time to, like, start spa shopping because you want it in time for the fall because that's like the Super Bowl for sitting out in the spa temperature starts to get cool leaves start to fall and you can sit in the spa and it's just it's like extending the summer almost Mm. and then if it snows you can sit out there when it's snowing it's, it's really, really cool. Yeah, so you'll be Do 4 it. to 6 on Friday. You'll have prizes to give away, so go see Brando this Friday afternoon from 4 to 6 in Chesterfield. Um, all right, so the question of the day today, they just sold that iPhone. Some person did. It doesn't have any information, but it's a first-generation iPhone from 2007, but it was discontinued two months after it came out, and so it's a 4 gig, and that's why it brought so much money in, $190,000. So the question of the day is, what are you holding on to that you think will be worth some money? <laughs> Bridget from Bridgeton said, we are keeping all of our daughter's American Girls dolls. It's crazy how much people are willing to pay for the girl of the year from past years. We have the boxes of the original outfits and the book that comes with the dolls. You're telling me your your child, when they have that American Girl doll, didn't like cut its hair or take its like remove its clothes and put it in different things That's or impressive. write with marker on the leg? That's not what daughter of Bridget from Bridgeton All would right. ever do. It's pretty impressive, Bridget. Cheryl with a K says, I bought the teacher Barbie for my niece for Christmas in the early 90s and found out right after it was recalled since so she doesn't have underwear. So I kept it new in a box. Doubt it, doubt it will be much, but you never know. It didn't have underwear, so it was recalled. People That's were just like, this is an outrage. What is happening? She's America. Teacher. Good morning. I still have my $6 million man doll with the engine, the little red suit, and the accessory arms and legs. Oh, that is so cool. It reminds me of a 40-year-old virgin. Remember Steve Carell had Oscar Goldman, who was the $6 million man's boss. (laughs) (laughs) And he was just in a suit. He's like, who is this Oscar Goldman? (laughs) Yeah, it's worth some money. Uh, I just looked up teacher Barbie, no underwear. Out of the box, seventeen ninety nine right now. But this is in the box, right? In the box. I don't, I don't know about in the box. Wow. Allie in Lake St. Louis says, not me, but my mom has Princess Diana Beanie Baby still in a clear box and has not been touched since she purchased it in the 90s. That feels like a big one. You think? I don't know. No. I think, is um, Zach Galifianakis like, doing a Beanie Baby movie? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It looks really good. He has no facial hair. Yeah, he looks funny it's weird facial hair. Uh, Steve the Grease Link guy says, I have recently got arrowheads passed down to me from my father who had them from his father. Grandpa found them when he was a child on the bluff in Modoc and Prairie. 
Oh, yeah. De Rocher. I got tons of those, too. In <laughs> our possession for over 100 years. Yeah, same spot. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a bunch of them. Jumbotron says, my husband and his freaking beanie babies. Somebody <laughs> owed him money, and that's how they paid him. Oh, no. What? Princess yeah. Diana, they say right now between five dollars and a hundred dollars. So you said that was in the in the box? It came in a box? I thought they were always loose. Mm-hmm. It said clear clear oh, package like a or something. Case or something. Libby says, Good morning. All listening to the show from St. Germain, Wisconsin on a family trip. Hey. Thank you. Thanks, Libby. That was very sweet. We really, really appreciate that. We thank you for your kindness. I did get a, a message from Mia, who sent me a message via the Arch app. She said, I have a baseball signed by Babe Ruth, caught by my grandfather in a World Series game in the 1930s. No way. What? That's cool. That's got to go big. Oh, my God. Like, to catch the ball and then have the signature, too. That's insane. Unfortunately, I think he signed a lot of stuff. I'm looking. But still, Why you, it's Babe Ruth. Yeah, to be such to, a bearer of bad news. I thought this like would be fun to do. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Bassett furniture couch that's in my garage from the 1990s. <laughs> I have so much. <laughs> <laughs> Everything in your garage is from the 1990s. Yeah, it really is. I just move, kept moving it to new places. <laughs> it's like, just dispose of it. Nope. <laughs> Might be worth something. That's not why you're doing no, it. No, no, no. It's just because like, you don't feel like doing... You don't feel like going in there and doing it. No, and I bet you, I bet Nick maybe has some kind of golf club of some sort that... Like a Scotty Cameron putter? Yeah, like something that he thinks is maybe worth something. Does he have any collections of anything? Yeah, he's kind of a... He collects meatballs. (laughs) He likes to hold on to things. Yeah. That are nonsense. Yeah, like what? At one point, he brought home all these magazines from somewhere. And I'm like, what are you going to do the with Playboy Mansion? No, it's like Life magazines. <laughs> and, yeah. Something. He's like, well, these could be worth some money. They're not going to be, and they're just going to be sitting here. Yeah, the magazine stuff is tough. I have a lot of old magazines, too, that were like my grandpa's that, I don't know. There's some new stuff in there. <laughs> some, some important stuff happened. I think when you see a guy at the mall who has like who's selling magazines, you just have to be like... I'm going to go home and give these to you. No, I think someday I'm going to be that guy. See, he thinks the same thing. <laughs> You're just going to post up at a mall. I'll get a kiosk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you guys want to text us uh, your things that you think might be worth something that you held on to, you can text us on the Cheney Window and Door text line, 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. Tuesday tidbits. Tuesday tidbits. All right, guys, we got some uh, more interesting facts for you. I thought Tim's was pretty interesting, uh, the look back at 1972. Tim, you're going to like this one. I really screenshot this when I came across it for you. Oh, good. And for Brando, too, because he's been through this four times. Parents of new babies miss out on about six months worth of sleep during the first two years of their child's life. Oh. What was it? How much? Six months. Six months of sleep? Miss out on six months of sleep because you're probably never really in that deep sleep, that state. Like, so maybe they're saying, you know, well, maybe you closed your eyes, but you were never fully involved. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure Alex would argue and say that she (laughs) 
lost that much sleep, and I didn't lose any sleep at all. But I rem- I remember many, many nights sitting up. Aaron was just not a good... It was very hard to get him to go to sleep. Like, some kids, you just, oh, I just rock them a little bit, and boom, they're out. And he would just fight it. Like, does no, that, does I that, don't Does that tick to. you off as a parent when the other parents are like, oh, yeah, he's just a perfect oh. sleeper? Well, I, I always say that's the best thing about having multiple kids because you realize, like, oh, each one is different. And it, it probably has nothing to do with you. Like, because you're like, I don't know what I did wrong. They, they won't sleep. He won't sleep. And then Owen came along, and my dad always called him the big easy. Like, he was just... Like he would, he would eat. He would go to sleep. He was like just a chill baby, very easy to take care of. We're like, we didn't do anything different. We just got a completely yeah, different Alex, model. But did Alex eat different things? Like, does that have anything yeah, to do with it? I don't think so. We just, right. He's just a different model kid. At some point, our baby's gonna start sleeping regularly. I'm gonna string together, I don't know, a week of decent sleep, <laughs> and you guys are gonna be like, I didn't. Even, Who is this I guy? Very talented. Guy do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then I saw this, and I realized I don't know the answer to it, so I would, thought I'd bring it to you. Do you know what AM and PM stand for? Uh, yeah, uh, post meridian, meridian, anti meridian. Uh, yes, anti- that's it. Yeah, that's it. How did I not know that? Next tidbit. Latin. <laughs> yeah, Tim took Latin yeah. in high school. I did not know that. But I mean, Brando didn't take Latin. Nah, I ain't taking no Latin. Red Bud High. Never even heard of Latin. It's <laughs> Spanish and Spanish. A lot of people think it means after midnight past midday. After midnight past midday. Oh, yeah. They're no. wrong. They're wrong. They're wrong. Latin. I didn't know. Well, maybe somebody out there. Uh, Anti means uh, before. Yes. 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 But I don't know what it What's I the do. Meridian? I know what it means. Okay. The, the, um, I just know what the words mean. Like but. the like the primary. It's midday. Like the oh, so the before midday, midday after midday. No, that's what meridian no, stands for. Anti midday. So before. Before midday. That's what I said. And oh, then, and then after he, midday. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Brando knows more than you. Trust him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's what it is. All right. Who's next? I can go. I just got two. Uh, this was uh, about erasers. They said before the invention of erasers, writers and draftsmen, people that use pencils all the time, they would use breadcrumbs to erase mistakes. So they'd just have like a pile of breadcrumbs. And I guess if you like scratch over a pencil areas, uh-huh. it'll erase the, the pencil marks. Oh. Like, because you're like, what did you do before erasers? That's what it was. I uh, taught somebody on our staff yesterday how to get deodorant off of her clothing. Oh, what's the trick to you that? You just rub it together. You rub the fabric together. Wherever you have it, you just, you got to quickly rub. It'll just come right off. Oh, no kidding. Because okay. you know how when you wet it sometimes and you. I don't have this problem. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, sometimes you wet it and you think, oh, it's gone. It's not gone. It's, it's just, just wet. And then it reappears. Ugh. Rub that together. What a terrible trick. Really rub it really briskly. <laughs> I'm going to try that. And I use clear stuff, but if you use the white, uh-huh. that's a problem. Uh, and then this I thought was really interesting. Uh, they say rain can affect your wireless internet connection. They call it rain fade. So if you're just on the wireless and it starts raining, it'll, it'll affect your overall signal, even if you're just like in the house for some reason. They say it uh, it affects the signal coming from the transmitter because its wavelengths are similar to the frequency to satellite, Wi-Fi, 4G, 5G signal, stuff like that. So, like, if it's raining out and you're like, boy, my, you know, I'm not getting a good cell signal, it could possibly be because of oh. the rain. Also affects my knee. 
Yeah. I've always noticed that, but I've never wanted to say. I, it out loud. Oh, just like that doesn't make any sense. Because yeah. rain you know, doesn't affect that. That's like satellites you, and stuff. Yeah, I would think the dish when you used to have a dish. Right. If you ever had one, you knew. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Guess I'm not Bad watching day. TV for a while. Well, that's what you want to watch. Now, see you guys know. I just I, that whole meridian thing. I always thought it was meridian, like the longitude. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. As like, I said it, I was like, this doesn't sense make sense. The, I don't know what that the is. Earth rotate. That's what I thought it was. It's it's meridium. Yeah. Diem, like day. It's the same. Carpe diem. So you, day. I did teach you something. Yeah, yeah. I know. You learned All some right. stuff. Half. Well learned. Corny, thanks so much. You're welcome. Uh, man, I got a lot of good stuff. Do you know, you know, in Son of a Woman, how Al Pacino says, hoo-ah. Yes. You know mm-hmm. what that is? It's some kind of military thing. He yeah. made it up. Uh-uh. No. It's it is it's the it, it means heard, understood, acknowledged. H U A, hua. Oh no, kidding! Like I they it was say, just, hey, bubble, we're gonna go here and we're gonna move the stuff, and they go hua. And then he just huh. turned into that character. Yeah, you're right. Remember we talked about that before. After he did that, oh, I thought yeah. the theory was after he played the bad guy in Dick Tracy. I can't remember which one it was. Because he's got like a fake nose, but he's like all you know, way over the top. Because it's all the Dick Tracy villains are weird. And then it said after that, like he just kept being that guy. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I think you're right. Uh, Rick Moranis was the first pick to be Ace Ventura, but he turned it down and it went to Jim Carrey. Oh <laughs> no. my God! That is wow. Wildly that is a different whole casting. different movie. Isn't that crazy? Oh my God! Could you? Seems like it couldn't be. No, a movie I don't even think it would him. be anything. Because that part didn't need any more than what it was. Because the kids are the main star of those movies. Because they're stuck in the grass. You're talking about Honey, I Honey, I Oh, it's hits. not. Oh, I'm saying, no, Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. With Jim Carrey was supposed to be Rick Moran. Got it. Like, he was not the guy. He sh- should not have been that. Oh, no. Choice. It would have just been a wildly different movie. Can't Don't imagine. sleep on Moranis. He could have turned I mean, I love something. him, but. It feels so built for Jim Carrey because he made it what it was. Right? Yes. Yes. You never know. I feel like I've done enough. Hmm. Yes. All right, Vending Machine Mitchell texted in after we after our conversation this morning. He said, I saw a fun fact about 1984 the other day. There were only four number one albums that year because they were dominant for such long stretches. <laughs> and you, I think you, I think we can guess these. Okay. Purple Rain. Okay, nailed it. Tina Turner. No. Okay. The Police. Duran Duran. We talked about one of them this morning. Madonna. Oh, Van Halen, 1984. Oh, no, Van Halen. Was that 1984, no. though? Madonna? Nope. Oh. And not okay. So Prince, biggest Purple artist, Rain. biggest artist, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, yeah, bad thriller, thriller, yeah. So Purple Rain, thriller. All right, uh, biggest Whitney Houston. Nope. Nineteen eighty four. The Police. We talked about him this morning. You've never seen him. Oh, Huey Lewis. Sports was in nineteen eighty four, and then you know one of my all time faves. Tim can get this. Elton John. Nope. Next one. Springsteen. Yeah. Born of the USA. Oh, yeah. Huge. Yeah. That's, those, that's insane, those al- those albums are insanely good. 84 was great. 72, not so great. Not so great. <laughs> what did Thank we do you, last time? 87? 87, great. Yeah, 87 was pretty Damn. good. 72? And I think no. you guys might already know this already, but um, I saw it and was reminded of it and I liked it. But apparently before James Spader took the job, after Steve Carell left, they offered James Gandolfini $4 million to take over for Steve Carell, and HBO paid him $3 million not to do it. Yes. I remember hearing that. 
I love remi- I forgot about it until you brought it up again. Wow. Wait, why did they crazy? Why did they pay him not to do it? Because they had to, a character. He was a yeah. defined character. Mm-hmm. And he was still making the Sopranos. Oh, he was still making the Sopranos. Yeah. Wow. Spader was great. I would Spader. love to get paid I did to not, not You know, do they've stuff. never really improved on the Oreo, have they? I don't I didn't love Spader. No. Those I are not what? my favorite. Yeah, Those he's are- got a bad rep. Online too, but I liked him. I thought he was great. I did not. No. And I did not like Will Ferrell's uh, no. D'Angelo Vickers. <laughs> I did, did the first episode I liked. Yeah. But they had him on maybe a few too many episodes. Even though the first episode, I'm like, well, this is gold. Yeah. And then, but I did not love the James Spader stuff. I like uh, the I thought, party at his house. And, uh, oh he my grossed God. me out when he's wrestling. <laughs> So, he wrestles once a week instead of working out. <laughs> and he joins the band and takes over Andy's oh, yeah. band. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's some good moments for sure, yeah. but not my favorite. But those are good tidbits. Mm-hmm. I've learned something. Mm-hmm. Have you? I don't know who I'm talking to. All right, let's get to traffic. <laughs> the Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Kim Kardashian saved a Kansas City woman's life. 22-year-old Angelina Wiley was wearing Kim Kardashian's skims when she went out on a New Year's Eve party. Uh, She was standing outside waiting for a lift. When a gun battle broke out nearby, she was shot four times. But she says she survived because of her skims. What? Yeah, she said the bodysuit was so tight... Kept her from bleeding out. Oh my gosh! So she said. She said, "Quote: It's like body armor for women. Call it fate or Jesus, but I'ma call it Kim." <laughs> okay, let me tell you. I told you guys. I revealed to you that I bought a pair of these skims. Yeah. I have yet to take them out of the pack. I took them out of the package to look at them, and I swear to you, this is how big they are. No way. And I'm like this. It's just tight clothes. Oh my gosh, it looks terrible. I think it's gonna hurt your your body parts. Your insides? Mm-hmm. Yes. I haven't even tried because it could save you though if you end up in a gun battle. I don't even want my pets to see me try to get into these things. <laughs> they never look at you the same. Oh, they'd be like, well, what? Even fit your pets. <laughs> we'll be fitting mama girl. We know that. They're like, as or long Bitsy. as you're safe. Bitsy needs to wear Bitsy that. Bitsy really could yeah, use Bitsy some. Bitsy could use some skims. <laughs> they call them Kitsy. Uh, did you know there's a hot Jeopardy winner? I her, saw her last week. She's yeah, really pretty. Her name's Angie Nyquist. Uh, she won J- July 5th was the date that she won. Well, since then, some fans have been calling her the hottest contestant ever. Beautiful smile. There, there was, there's been a few in the last two weeks that have been kind of shockingly good looking. Yeah. Well, they say she's the best. She didn't ask me anything, chat. Lots of people were asking her, of course, if she'd consider joining OnlyFans. She said, quote, that's not my style, but it was flattering, question mark. Which, I mean, it's... Is that flattering? Yeah, I mean... No. Yeah. It's, uh, with all due respect... That's kind of gross, right? People on OnlyFans. She's real smart. Yes. Oh, ooh, zing. A controversially banned SpongeBob SquarePants episode is back. The episode is called Midlife Crustacean. It's from like season three, a long time ago. It features SpongeBob, Patrick, and Mr. Crab going on a panty raid. So uh, back in 2018, Nickelodeon banned the episode. They said it was not kid appropriate. It's a very short little clip. Uh, uh, now you can watch it again, but 
only on Prime Video with a linked Paramount account. So if you just have Paramount, it won't work. Somehow it's through Prime Paramount, then you can watch the whole episode. Or how about this? Just go to 1065thearch.com. You can watch the clip that is the reason why the whole thing got banned, and then you'll know. And you'll be like, that's why they banned it? But they did. Michael Sarah says he almost quit acting because he couldn't handle his rising fame. Now, keep in mind, he was 19 at the time. This was right after Superbad and Juno, so he just becomes like a superstar overnight, basically. And he said it was crazy because people would just grab him. They weren't respectful of his, like, space, and it just freaked him out a bunch. And I guess he just was like, I don't know if I should be doing this anymore. He actually turned down Saturday Night Live at the time because he was worried, like, this is just going to make things worse if I go on SNL. And so he turned it down. And it would have. Yeah, because he would probably wouldn't have been great. Yeah. It's very funny. Christopher Nolan says even though he had a huge success with the Dark Knight trilogy, he will never do another superhero movie. Which sounds like a Christopher Nolan. I wouldn't expect yeah, him to done. dive back in. He's doing Oppenheimer and stuff. He nailed it. Yeah. Zack Snyder's Man of Steel has some of the most embarrassing product placements of all time, according to you know, whoever. Uh, they did. Uh, there were uh, there were apparently uh, over a hundred global promotion promotional partners uh, gave more than 160 million dollars to get their products in that movie, making it one of the most product placement heavy films ever made. I've never I've never what seen it? it. It's the Superman. It's Man you of never Steel. Saw it? No, I just heard so many terrible things. I'm like, why would I even bother yeah, watching it? But I guess at some point, Superman's fighting with somebody just outside of a Sears, and then there's an IHOP. Like it's, I guess it's gratuitous. Where you're like, all right, we get it. Here's, you know, he's like going to throw something, and it's a Coke can. Like I, yeah. Why did it have to be a Coke? The can? list is kind of weird because when I posted it today, I went and looked at it, and it's, I, it, like the internship is on there because of Google. Because it's so... Yeah, the, the movies they listed were movies about yeah. products yeah. Or that were around companies that dealt I, with products. The Nike logo on the Superman uniform was a little much. <laughs> <laughs> a bit, a bit but much. they didn't mention one of my very favorite uh, movies from the 80s, Crazy People. I couldn't remember. With I didn't Dudley even... Moore. So good. I so love good. that movie. There are more products... Volvo. Than- <laughs> Boxy, yes. but safe. Yes. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> There's so many funny yeah. ones in that. Daryl Hannah in that? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think she's like, she's visiting her dad all the time uh-huh. or something. Something, I don't know, I can't remember. All I remember is the hello guy. Oh, yeah. Nathan and I would do that, hello. <laughs> and then he was singing the one day, he was playing the piano, hello, hello, hello. It's a good movie. I haven't seen it in years, but it was funny at the time. It was funny then. Uh, BB Rexa shared a check, uh, text rather, from her boyfriend commenting on her weight gain. So this is a little bit of a controversy kind of popped up yesterday. So in the text, he told her she was beautiful and he loved her, but that he would, uh, but that he would always be honest because he cared about her. Uh, and there's more. And then he wrote, quote, you gained 35 pounds, obviously. You gained weight and your face changes, question mark. I don't know why the question mark. Uh, he also encouraged her to seek out a therapist in the text and do the, quote, retreat thing to get the root, get to the root of the possible issues in their relationship. So p- people are, I guess she shared it and people are like, how dare he mention your weight or say anything Why negative. Why would she share this? I don't I, I, I found that more people were on his side. Well, so I, the- I know this guy and he works. So he and I 
I've worked together several times. He's beloved in like the live television world. He's a DP and a cameraman, and he, everybody really, really loves this guy. This is the guy always telling you to lose weight and get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said you can really see it in your face. That's yeah. the guy we're talking about. He's, he's a, nice. I like him. He's a really, really, really nice guy. If you read the whole text, it's. I mean. Taking those snippets that you did make him sound worse than it is. Well, but that's I think was her in, intention. No, because but then she, other people she posted, are going. She posted like, the full. Seems fine. She posted the full text. She did. And in the text, he says, "You asked me, and I said I would never. I would always be honest about this stuff. You know, you gained thirty five pounds, and that's what happens. But but then he he says like, I gained. He goes, "Come on, I gained three pounds, and you call me chubs and fat. Doesn't mean you don't love me. If you're trying to find reasons to break up." This makes sense, but this is is not the real reason. Yeah. So it's like a really, you know, thoughtful. It is not mm-hmm. fat shaming. It is not like out of nowhere he says you gained thirty five pounds and your face changed. He didn't do any of that. He it's basically out of context. She asked him about this. So why it, did she share it then? Yeah. Did she definitely post it because she thought it was he was the crossing lines? Why would she do that? I think she thinks this is some sort of a. Gaslighting Flex thing That that she's I, I don't really know Because I haven't talked to Keon about it But he Man he's a He's a sweet guy And And she deleted it And she deleted it Almost immediately mm-hmm. And I think I don't know Even in this text It says like You know He says that he She should You know Write this down Speak to a therapist Like she's She's using this As an excuse To break up with him mm-hmm. He's saying this Isn't the real reason Right and that's fine, but you should dig you into why up. you really want to break, break up. up. But yeah, but don't don't blame it on like this conversation that we had, where I was just being honest with you about real things that have happened. Hmm. I don't know this guy. He's he's people love him. He's and Chris really is, nice. Chris is also coming from a place where her family just beat Nikki's family and family feud. <laughs> True, you would and think you would take her out. Here. Keon was on that team. Oh. Was he? Yeah. Did she post this because of the Jonah Hill thing? Like on the heels of that? I, I I don't I don't really know. It sounds like I've only read this text, and it sounds like she is looking looking for a reason to break up, and is pinning this on him. Got and it. he's like, "That's not reasonable. This isn't fair." And so I don't know. It, it seems like it isn't fair to me. And all these these article titles are like. BB Rex's boyfriend, you know, potential shaming thing. Oh yeah, the headline. But then you read through everybody comments. It's like he's this isn't a, this isn't a terrible thing. This isn't a but bad it's a guy. good click. Yeah, it's click a really rate. good clickbait <clears throat> for people. So, yep. Madame hashtag uh, Team Keon. <laughs> <laughs> Madame Tussauds just unveiled seven new Harry Styles figures. They're good. They're all in the same place. No, they're at different locations all around the world. But you can see the pictures on the blog. So you got plenty of opportunities to see Harry Styles in all of the different locations. Uh, Dax Shepard <clears throat> likes to eat one cherry-dipped ice cone, uh, ice cream cone once per decade. So he posted a picture of him having one. A cherry-dipped on ice cream. Blog. Why once really per think, decade? I don't, I don't even believe him. I think he needs attention. Do you think he really only gets one once every 10 years? Well, I mean... Seems very Chris Convey-ish. Wait, what is it? He only has one cherry-dipped ice cream per decade. And he posted a picture on Instagram of him eating that. Once per decade and is that, good. It just sounds like you. I think yeah. he ordered it, and they were talking, and it was like, when's the last time I've had this? And then he, like, figured out, oh, it was like 10 years ago. And he's like, 
That's just my thing. I just have one every 10 years. I've had like eight people say you would. I've never listened to his podcast or any of that stuff. That armchair. I I have no idea what it is, but people are just like, you would love Dax Shepard. I follow him on Instagram. (laughs) Is he good? Well, I just like him and Kristen Bell. I think they're. Kristen Bell's something else. They're cool. Yeah. Renee Zellweger had a night out with her uh, boyfriend, Aunt Anstead, and his kids. You can see pictures on the blog today. His kids are not young. Wait, is this the guy? Is this a comedian <laughs> guy? No. no, he's the guy that was... With the girl from HGTV, the Christine from yes. Christine and Tarek or whatever his yes. name was. Then she married him. Yes. He's a, he's a TV guy too, right? Yeah, they've been together for quite a while too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, from... But- uh, I don't remember the name of the show. And now he's with... He's been with Renee Zellweger for a while. No kidding. Yeah. Interesting. Guy is. Gwar did a tiny Handsome. desk concert for NPR, of all places. Uh, you can see that on the blog. I didn't what? look at this. I didn't yeah. click on it. Are they in full costume? They are. They have uh, to that's be. hilarious. Uh, but apparently there's profanity, and I don't think I put the warning up on the blog. So, oh, so you, you have been warned. Have been they're warned. at the They're at the pageant next month, too. Oh, this is oh I got to watch this immediately. Uh, on the TV tonight, America's Got Talent audition seven o'clock tonight on ABC. You've got the season premiere of Love Island. That's eight o'clock on E and Peacock. Doesn't somebody watch Love Island? Does Nikki watch Love Island? Or am I making that mm, up? I don't know. That's somebody did. That's why I mentioned it. Never mind. Uh, and then uh, you get the series premiere of Justified City uh, Primeval, and that is your buddy Timothy Oliphant. How are we supposed to say it? Oliphant. Ele- ele- Elephant. Elephant. No, it's not. I can't remember. Oliphant? Oliphant? Oliphant or Alephant or something. Anyway, that's on tonight as well. Got the trailer up on the blog if you want to check it out at 1065thearch.com. The Courtney Show. My timing is always a little off. Thank you to Mandy for from Emos. Yay! She's a hero. Hero. You can just smell that pie. I just gave her a big hug. It's like the greatest gift in the world to get emos at 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> Hot. Yes. It's warm. It smells delicious. Fresh. But I had it last night, I told Mandy, but, because I forgot. I mean, you know, I forgot. I knew emos was coming in today, but I forgot. I had the manicotti last night, and I still have half of it left. So you're going to go three meals in a row. Day. Yes. Three meals in a row, emos. That's not a terrible, that's no. a... That's, That's a, a fine slogan. day. And you know, Emo's, it's such a light crust. It's not going to weigh you down. No, if you oh. eat it fast enough, there's no calories. <laughs> and Mandy, did you bring some salads too, you said? You Breakfast salad. Breakfast Ooh, salad. Breakfast well, you know, you, you know, Chris dips his Emo's pizza in the Emo's dressing. The Italian dressing, yeah. I hear that a lot. Yeah. love to dip it in the sweet and tangy sauce. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Little sweet heat action. Sweet heat. Oh, the sweet heat is so good. Yeah. Do you like the sweet heat? It's my absolute favorite. I was skeptical at first because I don't like hot things. But I took a bite of a square and I thought, oh, it's warm. That's beyond compared. It is beyond compared. Yeah, it it warms you up, but it's not super hot. I don't think I'm going to go back to my normal pizza that I always get. I think I'm going sweet heat. We've had quite a few people tell us, uh, you know, we're we're working with Luther Burden right now. Oh yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. the wide receiver and. He usually likes a pepperoni bacon pizza, and he's been requesting the sweet heat sweet a little bit instead. Oh, wow. So we're kind of changing, changing minds and hearts at Emo's, yeah. but, <laughs> but it's all still Emo's. It's all still the square beyond compare. Oh, so it's so good. It is good. Like Nick went in on the chef salad last night. I went in on the manicotti. So the pizza is going to hit that spot mm. that I missed. Have I told you guys my idea for a new, uh, just like sketch for us to do? You know the TV show The Bear. 
Yes. I want to do a St. Louis version called The Square and have it be based on <laughs> being in an emo's kitchen. We love it. <laughs> it's great. Make it real tense. Uh-huh. But then you could get that pizza in the end. You get that square. <laughs> I don't see why we can't start today. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Right, you are playing the part of Carm. I'll be Carmy. All right. Yeah. I. Who am I? Her sister. I'm the sister. You're the sister. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not. I'm not going to be. You know. I'm not going to be Sydney. I can't. I, want, I, want I can't Tim pull to, off acting like I know how to cook. I want yeah. Tim to be cousin. <laughs> He's Richie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Or I'll play, I'll play, well, I don't want to say anything in case you haven't seen the second season. I'll be the mom. Okay, cool. Okay. Mandy, what do you want to play? Have um, you seen the bear? I, I have not. Okay, check out the bear. I have not. It's like real Chicago-y. That's why I feel like the square oh, yeah, could be, be very St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah. yeah. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I'm on board. Okay, cool. We're doing it. <laughs> well, thank you, Mandy, for bringing us this pizza. We thank appreciate it. Thank you so it. much. And don't forget that this Wednesday is Emos for Kids Day. Yes. We're going to be supporting Variety St. Louis who does a wonderful job of supporting kids with disabilities across the greater St. Louis region. 10% of your purchases from Emo's Pizza that day are going to go to support Variety Kids. Oh, look, right. I screenshot it So yesterday. check out our socials and check out our website and, and get ready to eat some Emo's on Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Variety does so many ama- just incredible things uh, for families here in St. Louis. And this is so cool that you guys do this every year. So uh, tomorrow, make sure you order some Emo's and help Variety St. Louis. Thanks, Mandy. Thank you Thank so you, much. Have, Have a great, great day. day. Enjoy your breakfast. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. All right, let's get a look at your traffic. You yeah, gotta got to respect Mandy, because like, anybody could have just brought us emos, but they're like, let's send somebody who knows what to do. She got on air and just was plugging like yes, crazy. perfect. Hit Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they sent the right person. Great they work, really bro. did. She's a that's, bro. That's impressive. Way to go, Mandy. <laughs> have a great day. Thank you. The Courtney Show. Timmy looks at the numbers. Timmy looks at the numbers. Timmy looks at the numbers. I'm Timmy, and these are the numbers. I ask you guys this. What is your ideal high temperature in the summer? Courtney, answer right now. 82. Good job. High temperature? Yeah. Like, I... I it got over real 80, Over 85 seems like it's now it's, now it's toasty. Yeah, 82. The poll asked people what their ideal high temperature in the summer was. The top answer was in the 80s. Then the 70s. 5% of us actually like it when it's over 100 degrees. That's no. insane. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand it. The mm. daily high in El Paso, Texas has been at least 100 for a month straight. Oh, my God. It has hit 100. Arizona's been real bad, too. Yeah, Phoenix, uh, it's been 110 for over two weeks. And Miami uh, had its first excessive heat warning ever on Sunday. That's what we call a heat streak, folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a regional thing. Everybody mm-hmm. I, I don't even want to. If it's, it's not. And I know we always talk about the humidity. But when it smacks you in the face when you open the door, I'd rather not even be out in it. I think Friday, I didn't want to go out because of the heat. People were doing stuff, and I'm like, I'm not nope. leaving. I don't want to walk I'm not out the door. And we don't even, we're not even really dealing with it. You're dealing with it for moments. I am everywhere but at work. Yeah, because of your <laughs> baseball stuff. Yes. You're out, you're out in it. I was it. out all night last night. Where's your where's your thermostat? I know we talk about this all the time, but I forgot what you guys have it on in the summer. What is the standard summer thermostat setting? Ours is tricky because different it just uh-huh. varies so much. And what we keep an eye on is not just the thermostat, but the baby monitor has like a temperature thing on it. So that's what we're in order to keep that cool enough. 
You got to have it cold the in your lower is level. Just absolutely free. You can't, you can't even go down there. But the thermostat, I mean, it, it'll it'll be 69 or 70. I'm 72. I think it depends. Like, I, we were over at um, Liz and Eden's over the weekend, and they just got a whole new everything. Uh, and their thermostat was on 75, and it felt great. Oh, well, I think it's more energy it's, efficient yeah. in their house. That's cool. I think ours are by 73, maybe. Yeah. I think I'm at 76. Are you? Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nick would go, if Nick could have it his way, he'd probably have it like 75 in the house. Really? He likes warmth. He hates cold. No kidding. He hates, like, when you walk into a store or somebody's house and it's ice, it's so mm-hmm. there. He's not a fan of that. Does he complain when he's in here? I don't remember. I don't remember. I can't recall. Okay. He doesn't complain like I do. It's very cold. <laughs> it's very, very cold. Yeah, when my mom was in here, she finally, she's like, because she always makes fun of me because when I go over there. You have a sweatshirt on. I have a sweatshirt on and now she gets it. Uh, you want to talk about parenting styles? Sure. There's a whole bunch of people about parenting styles. I'll tell you what I think about it. Yeah, oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was talking the other day. So one of the things, they, they, they talk about all these different styles and one of them is helicopter parents, which is fine. It's the parent involved in the child's life, hovering over them, micromanaging their every move. But I guess there's... Um, oh, the lo- bulldozer, lawnmower, Lawnmower parents. Yeah. I just heard about that this mm-hmm. week. Lawnmower parents uh, pave the way for the kid for to them. be helicopters just right on top of them, making sure everything's okay. And lawnmower makes is, the make the path easy. Oh, they never have a, a single chance. It's a real thing. Oh, I believe that's that. a problem because they're never going to learn anything. It makes me feel better because I'm like I will probably be helicopterish. I'm trying to find yeah. it, but I'm like yeah. at least I'm not that other thing. I would. I it's know a slippery slope. I know for a fact I would have been helicopter. Yeah, I know for a fact. I know who I am. You'd be a, a helicopter mom? Yes. I'd be I'm a, a helicopter de- I'd be aunt. a deadbeat dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only 5% of Americans say parents today are too tough when it comes to disciplining their children. 64% say parents are not tough enough. It feels like it's, you know, lighter and lighter. Authoritarian, let's break down these styles. Authoritarian, the parent establishes strict rules with little or no room for negotiations with the child. Authoritative, the parent has expectations for the child and explains their reasons for disciplinary actions. The child can have input and goals and expectations. That sounds pretty good. Permissive, the parent imposes limited rules on the child and acts more like a friend than a parent. I'm a cool mom. The parent allows the child to figure things out for themselves and rarely uses discipline. Gentle parenting. The parent gives the child choices instead of orders. The parent affirms the child's emotions during undesired behavior as opposed to correcting the behavior itself. The parent rarely uses punishment in response to behavior. The next one is, I'm reading all this so you guys can enjoy your emos. The next one is uninvolved. (laughs) (laughs) Uninvolved. Well, you got to eat one. Uninvolved, where the parent fulfills the child's basic needs. While generally remaining detached from their child's life, the <laughs> yeah, parent tends right nice. to offer fun. little nurturing while having few or no expectations of their child. So the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> Parents of the 70s. It was brutal. a mix of that and authoritative. Yes, it was. It was both. It feels like authoritative is, is solid. And I would like to think I'm the authoritative, the second one. Yeah. Gentle is the choices. It's all very interesting. You got to find what works for you and your kids, right? Well, and the problem is, you, you know, you, you, it's very easy to say like, oh, you got to have rules and you got to follow the rules, and if they don't break the rules, you got to. You have to be the one. You're the enforcer can, too mm-hmm. of like all the punishments. It's tiring, and it where that's I can't even imagine out. how you do it. Who's enforcing these punishments more, you or Alex? 
Uh, I, I mean, I think we both have to. I think sometimes we forget, like, you know, Augie You need got, a membrane board. Yeah, well, Augie got, like, grounded from his motorcycle, which sounds hilarious because he's seven. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and so he was grounded, like, for a week. Well, a week's a long time. And so, like, four days in, he was like, hey, can you move your car so I can get my motorcycle out? And Alex is like, yeah, go move your car. Augie wants to get a motorcycle out. And I went to go do it. I was like, wait, wait, wait a second. You're grounded. He was like, oh, Oh, he almost got away with it. Yeah, I don't even think he remembered he was grounded. Those, and Alex is like, you're right. The youngest no. is going to get away with way more. Does he have yeah. tattoos on his motorcycle? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Born to ride, baby. Uh, three quarters, that's 75% of Americans say the authoritative style of parenting is somewhat or very effective, far ahead of the other styles polled. That's what you said you were. That's good. I By hope. contrast, only 13% of Americans say the same about the uninvolved parenting style. 13% is too high for that one. That one's bad news. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Oh, I haven't been in this foreign year. Yeah, I haven't been in this parenting game very long, but I'll tell you that. <laughs> Uninvolved bad news. We'll check back in a year. That's <laughs> right. See where you are. I'm Tim Combi. Those are the numbers. It's the Courtney Show. First five notes on 106.5 The Arch. First five notes is brought to you by Carroll House Furniture. Get honest value and quality furniture. Shop Carroll House because you like nice things. First time contestant for First Five Notes. Everyone join me in welcoming Chris from Dittmer. Hey! Yay! Welcome, Chris. Chris. Yeah. Hi, Chris. Hey, what's going on? You know, not much. Just hanging. <laughs> hoping eating pizza. Hoping you go, yeah, eating some emos. Uh, hoping you go three for three. I asked Chris. Uh, he's never played, but he says, I play in my car a lot. How do you oh. normally do, Chris? Uh... So sometimes I've gone three for three. Sometimes I've had to go with your guys' hints, and, and I'm like, okay. Let's talk about those hints. They're good, right, Chris? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully we will go hintless today. Uh, up for grabs, we have two season passes for you to enjoy the full fair experience at the Washington Town and Country Fair featuring Nelly as some of your entertainment. But you've got August 2nd through the 6th of just fun times at the fair, and you'll have tickets for all those days. Uh, who do you want to play against for first five notes? Uh, let's go get you, Courtney. All right. Bum, bum, bum. All right, Chris, you ready to rock? Yes. Here we go. Here's song number one. Ooh, can you play it again? It's from the movie Mannequin. <laughs> oh man, that's a tough one. What are the um, those like bright things in the sky? Some of them are shooting. Shooting stars. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So then, uh, not a boat, a bigger one. Uh, that blank has sailed. Starship. There you go. Nothing's going to stop us now. Yeah. All right, Chris, you are one for one. Here's song number two. Wow. Oh, that's, that's, that's Fleetwood Mac. There you go. Sorry, do you want to do more clues? <laughs> I was very happy that you got that. <laughs> Let's do it, Chris. Nice job, Chris. Let's bring this thing home. Here's song number three. 
Fall by Wilson Phillips. Oh, he knows that one. Great, Chris. Congratulations, Chris. Have you uh, gone to the Washington Town and Country Fair in the past? I have not, but I've always heard they've got good lineups, and obviously they got a good lineup this year. So Yeah, Nellie's going to be there on Friday the 4th. Uh, Big and Rich is going to be there. They're no gonna Wilson be there. Phillips this year. No Wilson oh, Phillips. That would be it. awesome. <laughs> August 5th, and then Sunday, Shooting Star with Missouri. So uh, it goes on between August 2nd through the 6th. You'll be at as many of those days as you want to go. Congrats to you, Chris. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll play again tomorrow for more passes on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. Thank you to Chef Burke. He sent me a message to let people know that a heads up, 40 eastbound between McKnight and way past Big Bend is a parking lot. Mm. Not sure what's going on, Mm. but there are trouble. There's trouble on the road. 40 eastbound. Oh, not on my radar yet. It's not? Mm-mm. He's, a, he's got the scoop. Yeah. I think he's sitting in it. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Uh-huh. Allie, the Tad of Traveler, texted in and says, you can see the Slam play, the St. Louis Slam, the all-women's tackle football team, in their championship game this weekend on ESPN2. Really? No way. That's what Allie, the Tad of Traveler, I believe says. Allie. Me up. That's great. That's pretty good. National attention. Yeah. And then we got this one. This one's a bit of a bummer, but Courtney can relate. Just Jess texted and said, my cat is missing. I would be so appreciative if you could share with your readers in my area to keep an eye out for her. Fluffy black cat, Tower Grove South area. Her name is Malaika. Two to three years old. Stern look, timid. Loves tuna and cat treats. It's the worst. Just south, the south side of Tower Grove Park. Well, they say... When cats go missing, this isn't the same for dogs, but they always are within, like, a really close proximity to your house. Really? And, I mean, listen, it didn't work for us, uh, putting all that stuff out, but it does work for other people. But Mama Bear just wanted to be on her own. She knew how good she had it. I hear the best way to get the cat back is to set a trap in your neighbor's garage. And then you trap other animals. (laughs) Uh, But put their litter box outside. She said they've got the litter box outside. They're doing their best over there. That's the worst. I can share the um, thing, but tell her to make her Instagram public. She sent it to us, but it's private, so I can't share it. Yeah, make it public. Just Jess. And if you're not listening, well, that's your fault. She did call our listeners' readers. Yeah, I'm interested I'm in like that. I'm like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is this a Dear Abby uh, column? She knows that they're just, they're our listeners read. Yeah. Well, a lot of people <laughs> print readers. out the transcript of the show and just read it. Yeah. That's true. Exactly. It's very intellectual. It's, it's a lot funnier. The original. Yeah. Real easy to skip over the commercials, yeah. too. Just Those like, are the people, they don't like that. our voices. Yeah. But they think we're funny. <laughs> <laughs> Lori from Sullivan said, thank you for doing 72. It's my birthday week. Who cares? And I know you can't wish me... <laughs> a happy birth year. Birthday week. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was a great gift for us all, born in 72 and turning 51. Thankful I'm still young enough to enjoy the number one TCS and the GTG. Michelle and Wood River said, love the facts from 1972. That was great. I had to look up the clown movie too. Wow. Wow. Yeah. We wow. got. I cannot wait for that to come out. I know. Next year. 
I mean, we'll have like a Courtney show night. <laughs> <laughs> what a downer yeah. that would be. Yeah, I don't know. And join the Courtney show to see the day the clown. Sherry <laughs> <laughs> Lewis is <laughs> unreleased Holocaust yeah. comedy. Taken from the vault. Holocaust <laughs> comedy. Hi, Vey. The Nazis. Jeff Heiler says, my wife always wears a slip with a dress. It keeps the skirt, quote, flowing properly, her words. And from going, like, between your legs when you're walking. Oh, that would be bad. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants that. There was a show on ABC called The Parent Test. This is from May May. It was an interesting look in the many different parenting styles, several hypothetical situations that were presented, and there were many eye-opening reactions, actions between the kids and the parents. Good show to check out. Still available to watch on the ABC app. I remember seeing promos for that. Yeah. I never watched it. I didn't either. But I loved Nanny 911. What about the other one where they switched... The parent switch places. Oh, what was that? Parent called? swap? Wife swap? Wife swap. Wife swap was good. I mean, yeah. I, listen, it was put on. Right. They found people that. I don't I mean, know what they I tuned found in, them. but it's not what I was hoping for. Oh, man. That, that's, come on, guys. <laughs> he's saying he's gonna, he's gonna, I'm doing he's the joke brand. for you. Jeez. He's on brand. <laughs> oh. Uh, AKAK <laughs> says, I would love to win those tickets, but I'm terrified. To stink so bad and make it on the GTG Facebook page. No, they're notes. pretty. Listen, the people that go that t- are talked about in the GTG uh, usually are not. They're listeners. not listeners, so they don't even know that that exists. Right? Yeah, they don't. Yeah. They just hear a phone number, call in. They don't know. They're just trying to be a part of the show, but don't know why. They don't know why. They just want those tickets. Queen. Do it, K. Fall into Do a it, trap. K. Uh, Elizabeth texted in and said, oh, we were talking about um, items that you thought might be worth something later that you held on to. Uh, Elizabeth said, my sister and I went to Cardinal Spring Training. We have our game tickets signed by Jordan Walker. Mm. My sister has a ball signed by Jordan Walker. Yeah. It would be worth something. I also have California Raisin figures and Hardy's (laughs) Mulder and Scully action figures from the X-Files. I got California Raisins for sure. Yeah. You definitely do. Sounds like a disorder. You got to get... (laughs) <laughs> Sending Timo to college on those things. <laughs> yeah, radio's not going to do it. <laughs> no, no. It's the raisins. It's the raisins. <laughs> uh, Kevin texted and said, my dad acquired a three-foot-tall, 250-pound marble Buddha back in the 1970s that was supposedly from the 1904 World Fair. That seems cool. Oh, yeah. Do you remember they brought... They put some of the old um, fair rides in Forest Park one summer, like the carousel. Well, wasn't it? There was a whole amusement park there. Yeah. What did they? But they, it was like a special thing. They were the original ride? Yeah. Yeah. No way. They what was dug them up. I don't <laughs> they were know. They buried. No, that, it was, but for years it was an amusement park right there where, where the arena was, where I used the apartments, there's apartments there now. And then it was the arena before that. And before that, it was, what was it called? The Highlands. Oh. Is that I have why? no idea. I don't either. Because my grandma used to go there all the time. But I remember I had an appearance at Forest Park when they, it was, I guess, it had to be maybe 2004. Oh, then they were doing it? Yeah, they brought rides from the fair. It was like a special attraction at Forest Park. Really? Because of the anniversary. I wouldn't, you couldn't pay me to ride one of those things. Maybe it was a carousel. It wasn't like... I don't care. 
Asal. Rust, man. <laughs> Kim Vineyard texted in and says, I have a picture of Guy Phillips, and he signed it, hoping it's my retirement plan. Uh, he used to carry a paint pen with him to all appearances. Oh, I've got an autographed picture of Mark Close somewhere. Oh, you do? Yeah. <laughs> From, like, before you ever worked with him. Oh, when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I don't know where yeah, it is. And he was, mustache. like, 75. Yeah. <laughs> mustache and all. <laughs> so I'm at uh, St. Clair Square. Huh? I think this one's from Trish. She says, I'm holding on to my first edition TCS mug. And she sent a picture of our big boy. Oh, that's... Those are worth a lot. Said, this big boy is fantastic for soup and ice cream. Yes, and cereal. When you don't want to make a big bowl. ice cream soup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going to be worth... Nothing. Well, remember right after we started, somebody found, or what, we got our first Courtney Show shirt, maybe. Somebody found the Courtney Show shirt at a thrift store. It was a sweatshirt. I think it was a nice sweatshirt. Somebody took it to, yeah, a thrift store. Like, immediately. Yeah. They're like, I don't want this dumb thing. (laughs) And everybody's like, where's that at? Because we had, like, such a small amount of things to give away. And somebody took it immediately. They wanted that swag bag, but didn't like the swag. Yeah, nope. They didn't like it either. Like uh-huh. that bag, though. They got the floating wine glass. <laughs> the that was a big deal for a while. Glass that wasn't a glass. <laughs> did not float. It didn't glow in the dark either. There was a rumor that it did. I actually have a swag bag. You do? Yeah, I still have the full swag bag. It's got flip flops, t-shirts, got all the stuff in it. Because I remember I got it. I got it, so I was going to have our whole family wear art shirts and. Uh, and like oh, t- Tim's and- wife and just like annoyed Tim with it because he was still in the old station. <laughs> <laughs> and I never ended up doing it, but That's I still right. had the swag bag. And I was like, it's going to throw it out. And I was like, nah, this might be funny someday to bring this back out. And, and look at it and say. No, give it away. Like, you know. At yeah. one of the donut things. On the show or like have Vintage a Vintage swag yeah. bag. From the first, you know, year of the show. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, everybody who texted in today. If you guys want to check out the podcast, you know that thing's available anywhere you find fine podcasts. Uh, if you want to text us any old time, feel free on the Cheney Window and Door text line, 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. All right, on the blog today, uh, anything we talked about in Hollywood Outsider, you can find a picture or video or trailer to that. But I know that there was something I posted. Oh, I really enjoyed this. Uh, we need to put that... Um, that little boy, the video up of the little boy. That oh, wanted to be Mexican? Yes, oh, that you yeah. did for best thing today. Um, and on in that same arena, there's a little girl that didn't want to go to bed until she she wanted to see Michael Scott. <laughs> and she cries about wanting Michael Scott for like two straight <laughs> minutes. And then they finally have to cave in because she is hysterical. She might be two or three years old, but... And they put it on the office for us so she could see Michael Scott. I hope they have a Michael Scott birthday party for her next party. Because <laughs> that's what she loves the most right now. Uh, you can see that band SpongeBob SquarePants uh, scene. Yeah, it's just the clip from yeah. basically that got the show banned. Uh, the Gwar. Did you guys go in on the Gwar Tiny Desk t- concert from I NPR? Yet, okay, well, they did one in their full get up. So cool. uh, the Harry Styles new. Uh, the new um, Madame Tussauds uh, Wax Museum. They have seven new Harry Styles that are going uh, like different Madame Tussauds across across the world. Um, and some trailers. Justified. City Primeval. That starts tonight. Yeah. Timothy now, do, you have, do you have to watch the other Justified to... 
I mean, don't you think you probably do? Maybe no, there's a, I, I bet. I hear there's a cut that just shows Timothy Oliphant, just his scenes, and it just cuts out everything else. I mean, I don't know anybody would be interested. You are in just that. making that up. Greatest album covers of all time. Snooze it's not. Fest. It's not a good list. These people, Love they don't know what they're people. talking about. It's ranker, so that's just people voting. Yeah, you're. So well, you you know you're letting the people decide. People is dumb. I've said it. Yeah. If I've said it mm-hmm. once. I've said it many, many times. I just checked. Now, number one on the list is an album called uh, Album McAlbum Face. (laughs) They're voting it up. (laughs) Um, All right. So the Great Taste Gang song of the day. You uh, put your requests in and then we pick one. Yeah. 1065thearch.com. Just request some, guys. Put some songs in there. Let's go. It's slowing down a little Let's bit. Let's do it. We need some high-quality stuff, but we did get a high-quality selection from our buddy Tim. Uh, he wanted to hear Huey Lewis in the News, who came up today, Walking on a Thin Line. Just happens to be Courtney's favorite Huey Lewis oh, in my the favorite. News song. I'm, it's my favorite. I love it so much. So we're rocking it. Get those requests in. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Have a great day. We'll see you back here at 6 tomorrow. See ya.